The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. Today, Oscar winner Emma Thompson and her Matilda co-star Alicia Weir. Plus, Donna hits the red carpet at last night's People's Choice Awards. And Justin Sylvester has all the hot celebrity scoop from Hollywood. It's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. So get December the 7th. How have we are already you? gotten here to December the 7th? We've gotten here, girl. And y'all, happened. we're halfway through the week. Did you notice that we have a beautiful Rockefeller Center Christmas tree I, out there? The fact that we get to look out and see even the bottom of that baby. You know what? It's it's like one of those things that we got to remember that we got to bring our kids here and we yes. got to check it out. You're going to yeah. do that. I'm going to do it. You're going to try? I'm going to try. Okay. I think it's worth it. Sometimes, have you ever, like, I lived in D.C. for years, obviously. Yeah. My parents, we all lived there. Sometimes when you live in a place, you don't go see you the things that are the right magic. there. They're like, have you been to the Smithsonian? You're like, but I could go any day. I worked <laughs> with my mom at the Library of Congress for a minute. And you did? And we used to eat at the Senate cafeteria because that's where everyone went. But it was like you never saw any big thing because you just felt like it's always going to be there. Yes, but it's not always going to be here. Yeah, Let's go. Yeah, I think we have to seize, kind of right? seize the day. Yeah. You know the one thing that I want to do, which mm. I love? Well. And I remember doing as a little kid, and, and, and people can do this anywhere, what? drive around and look at Christmas lights. <gasps> Don't way, you love that? Remember as kids, when you hopped in the car? We would go on a drive just to look at Christmas oh, lights. Yes. We used to call it around and around. Do you oh, want to go for a round and around? When we were My little. grandparents, when we were little, would just go on Sunday drives. I, I My grandpa Jen and Harold would love to just go on Sunday drives. Cruise and I'm around. like, why don't we just go on do a drive? That. Why don't we? Because they slow down. They understand. Yeah. It's like you don't always have to be going somewhere. Filled. You can just go around. Filled. That's our New Year's. Go around and around. around but and you don't around. even have to go fast when you go around. Slow. All right. So social media is buzzing a possible reboot to a beloved Christmas movie. It's called The Holiday. Do y'all mm-hmm. remember it? Oh, mm-hmm. yes, we do. Everybody Jude remembers Law. it. Cameron it's Diaz, so Kate good. Winslet, Jack Black, they oh switch my. houses. Remember? L.A., the countryside of... Juicy. Right here, see? Oh, yes, I remember. Oh, remember Kate? Okay. Oh, my God, I'm here. Everyone's at the wrong... Uh-huh. So rumors, you know, we were like, okay, there's going to be a remake. Something's a, a going reboot. to buzz. It's happening. Unfortunately, Nancy Meyer shut it down. Oh, she said no? She said it Why ain't happening. Why did she say no? She just said sorry, but it's not true. Maybe she was just gauging how desperate we are. And then if we're really super desperate, she'll Na- say, let's do it. Uh, Nan- may I call you Nancy? Mm-hmm. Nancy, we're very desperate. No, because she wants to I see the, the outrage holiday, on Twitter and everything. I'll just say, other than Love Actually. Love Actually is number one. <laughs> oh, and we should, we should let everyone know we're having Emma Thompson on. Today. But we're not. And, and we would have said, we would have said that Love Actually is the best ever Anyway, no matter what, but just so she's here, it's like a cherry on top. Yes. The best scene the in best. all of cinematic television, I mean, movie making is in Love Actually, which we'll talk about when we get. Okay. So I think it's the best. Love Actually is number one. I say the holiday is number two. What do you say? 
You know what's funny? I like the holiday. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie The Last Holiday with Queen Latifah? Yes, thank you. The Last Holiday with Queen Latifah. And sometimes when I punch in a holiday when I'm doing a movie search and I see your holiday come up, I'm like, no, that's not the one I want. I want the last holiday with Queen Latifah. When Queen Latifah gets some bad medical news, so she thinks it's over, so she decides she's going to go for it in her yes. life. It's like, you know that Tim McGraw song? Yeah. What, the thing about dying. what would you live? Yeah. Live like you're dying? Yes. It's like that. Now, it's does brilliant. she live? Yes. Okay, you like that about this, about, I mean, I love Queen Latifah, don't get me wrong, but sick Queen Latifah versus changing houses from L.A.? It's not sick Queen Latifah. Well, she's sick. No, it's, no, no. You just told me she was dying. rebirth, new lease on life. Somebody says to you, you're going to get a second chance. Okay. That's okay. Listen, a bigger Queen theme Latifah, than, you know that Queen Latifah is somebody that I admire and love very much. Let's go try to couch But it. I'm just going to say... Switching you prefer houses. that as opposed to, um, I'm in the English countryside. Look at this cozy cottage. <gasps> Jude Law. We fall in love. I'm in L.A. I. Okay. Wait. Now you're trying really hard with your standing up and your acting pieces. <laughs> but what I'm telling you right now is somebody who's given a rebirth wins. No, Am I right, Sean? Excuse me. Am I right? Yo, yes. does anybody like the holiday better Every- than... Yeah, everybody loves the holiday. No, everybody you loves it. You just said you didn't like no, the holiday, I, no, and you I, no, called it no, no, my no, no. holiday. No, no, no. I didn't say I didn't like it. I said if I were to choose the Kate Winslet. Uh, we have Kate Winslet calling in from London. Kate, what do you have to say? You can ask Emma. Emma would agree. Anyway, they're both great films. Let's watch them back to back and By the way, I really, but you know when she she goes skiing? Remember when Queen Latifah goes skiing? Do you like Made in Manhattan? Oh, I love it. The Holiday Better. Oh, Made in Manhattan. Oh, that's so good. That's one of the best J-Lo movies ever. I don't know that we have the same, I'm not sure. I like The Last Holiday a lot. Do you like Made in Manhattan? Oh. Do y'all Wait. love Made in yes. Manhattan? Yes, it's one of the best. Okay, I haven't watched it in a long time. Okay, we're okay. gonna watch it. Okay, ready? Speaking of holiday movies, mm-hmm. look out for a new Lifetime one, okay? It's called Single and Ready to Jingle. Okay, this is hilarious. So according to a story in the Washington Post, the writer of this film said he, the writer, had been rejected for 40 years. Wow. He's been writing movies and screenplays. He knew he loved it, turned down, turned down, turned down. His name is Brian Ruberry, and he said he was turned down more than 100 times before his first script was accepted at 66 years old. Wow. Can you, wait, you know what that is? That's love. Yes. When you love something so much that you don't care how many how many people tell you it's terrible, it's not good, you don't have it, because he must have heard that a million yeah, times. And, and grit. And grit. And grit. Guess what? I'm not going to step away from ready and single and ready to jingle, because I love this film, <laughs> and it got it made. We're going to get to see it. I know. Do you, I feel like you're a, you're the kind of person who tries things. You don't you don't say should I try that or should I not? I feel like you try it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah, I try. Yeah, it. you try. But you're so not, do you. I do too. I feel like I feel like if you if if there's something you're thinking about that's still bugging you yeah. after all this time, no matter what it was, yes, someone you didn't call, a, a passion you didn't pursue because you didn't think you were good enough. Yes. I think you should, I think. And you know what? You're making me reconsider the last holiday because that's the theme of that movie. <laughs> Is that what you've been thinking about? By the way, can you tell that I've been me, lost let me, in let me, let me tell you something funny about you. I've been you. thinking that you know? you're right. And I and I was like, what words can I say that in? 
Wait. I think you're right. Wow. Wait, I need a moment. I need a moment. I've never said it. And it's hard. It's this getting is, stuck right is, here in the esophagus. It, you know what you do? You, you're right. <laughs> you're right, because that is the reason for the season. That's the reason for you're the right. season. And it's just changing houses are superficial. You're superficial. still you. Superficial. You're still you. Wherever you go, oh, you're still, still you. you. It doesn't matter if you're in L.A. or a cottage. It doesn't matter. And you don't need the prince. You don't need you the Jude Law to here's, save you. Here's what's so funny right. about you. Let me tell you something You knew funny. I was thinking about it. You know why? You're so engaged that when you even drift a little, your eyes go. Like, Jenna's a hot. I feel like my hair could be on fire and Jenna would be like, and then what happened? Like, I could no, be burning around. You're right. I was, you, you were lost. I was just remembering a scene from the last holiday and then thinking about the fact that they needed the men to save them in the holiday. Oh, And right. I was thinking, Hoda's right. You went down that rabbit hole. Anyway. All right, good. All right. So okay. um, do you have a to-do list for 2023? What's on your you need to do, want to do for 2023? Can we just get through Christmas? Can we just get through Christmas? By the way, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm just going to say it. Can we just it. get through? No, I'm going to say it. Every minute is full of things. I have a list I haven't started, and now it's Somebody like, so what are your dreams? Somebody asked me this morning what our New Year's resolution was. I don't And know. by our, I mean we have to we have the have same ours. one. Yes, what is ours? I we couldn't don't. remember. You know why? Because there's too much pressure. I think we need to just slow, slow it down. down. That's what it is. It's to slow it down. down. That's going to be our resolution. drives more. I like that. Okay, you were right. All right, there's Uh, a hot new show shattering records on Netflix. Justin's got the scoop. Everybody's watching it. Plus, the big moments from the People's (laughs) Choice Awards coming up after this. Hey, guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with Chris Pine to talk about a career that has taken him from Star Trek to Wonder Woman and now the new film he wrote, directed, and stars in, called Pool Man. You can get our conversation for free wherever you download your podcasts. Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops, on. TVs, streaming. Game console, console Smart thermostat, set for cuddle time. Doorbell camera, oh, my package is here. Fast, reliable, able to power tons of devices inside your home at once. All systems go, you are clear for takeoff. This is Xfinity Internet, Wi-Fi built to wow. And watch the short film, The Aviators, now playing at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. All the stars were shining out in Hollywood last night. Mr. Hollywood himself, Justin Sylvester, has the scoop on the celebs everybody's buzzing about. Hi, Justin. Hey. Hey, guys. Good morning. How are you? We're good. How are you? First of all, before I start this... I'm good, but Donna is even better. Did y'all see how good she yeah, looked on she that red carpet? I cannot wait to see her spot. Cannot wait. Tell uh, us, tell about us, the award show. Did what we? Happened? Hey, did we, did win? we win? You guys didn't win <laughs> technically, but you won in my heart. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Justin. So who won? Okay, so last night there were so many big winners. You know that Ryan Reynolds got the People's Icon Award. Shania Twain got the Music Icon Award. But it was the People's Champ that really stole the show. You had Lizzo. She got on that stage and accepted that award. And not only did she give an amazing speech, but she went ahead and she invited 20 different activists on stage. And she wanted to highlight what they did in their communities. It was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen on that stage. How cool is that? She's got that documentary, too, uh, Justin. Have you seen it yet? And what's the story there? 
I have seen it. It is one of the best pieces of documentary I've ever seen. And it is because everyone thinks that these things happen overnight. But this woman, like every superstar, had to work and get rejected and hear people say no all the time. And she literally lets you see all the good, the bad, and the ugly in this. You have to watch it. It's called Love Lizzo. It's on HBO Max. Okay, do you think she's going to win the Grammy? Hoda does. Yeah, I do. I think about damn time. I think she's definitely going to win the Grammy this year. Okay, good, 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 good. Now, everybody's talking about, we have the star uh, Jenna Ortega on our show. Yeah. Wednesday Wednesday. is like the hit. It is. Everyone's talking about it. You need to get with it. If you have not seen it, you are a minority for sure because everyone is watching it. It has broken so many records on Netflix. Can you guys guess how many hours it's been viewed in the first week alone? A gazillion. I don't know. Is one million too many? No. 341 million hours knocking off Stranger Things Volume 4. But here's the thing. It took Stranger Things four seasons to catch on and and make that record. And Wednesday came in in a week and knocked it off. This is the show, you guys. I'm telling you, you have to watch it. Jenna Ortega is blowing up. Wow. I wonder what. Wow. Anyway, all right. Let's talk a little bit, a little bit Beyonce because we want to hear about her new music. What she got out. Does she? When are we going to see the videos? Okay. So I don't know if you're going to see a video, video yet, but you're kind of getting something like it. But. Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Imagine you were sitting at your table. Mm -hmm. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. You were enjoying your coffee. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you scroll on TikTok, and you see yourself on Beyonce's page. What would you do? We We would assume she made a mistake. (laughs) What what (laughs) happened? What what happened? Well, she's releasing fan videos of people dancing to her song, Break My Soul, and everyone is flipping out about it. And she's doing this in order to celebrate the single going platinum. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but there was a little snafu with the Taylor Swift tickets and Ticketmaster. I'm letting every ticket person know out there right now, please get your website together because when these tickets go on sale, you do not want none of the beehive, okay? Yeah, none of it. Exactly. exactly. All right, All right we love you, Thank Justin. you, Justin. And you can catch Justin hosting E! News. It's weeknights at 1130. Wow, we're so excited. We have got an Oscar winner in the house. Her name, of course, Miss Emma Thompson. She's going to join us right after this. Okay, you name it, and Emma Thompson has won it. Two Oscars, Mm -hmm. three BAFTAs, a couple of Golden Globes, and an Emmy. And now Emma is taking on a larger-than-life role, that of (laughs) Ms. Trunchbull in the new movie. Uh, It's it's Raul Dahl's Matilda the Musical. Emma, we want to say welcome in. It's so fun to have you. (laughs) You know, you always describe yourself as a character actor, but I swear if someone looks at the trailer and they're like, which one is Emma? They'd be like, I'm not 100% sure. That's the kind of role you love to play. Yes, I kind of. Tell us. I kind of like that the best, really. But actually, Trunchbull's sort of, she took it way further than, you know, I (laughs) expected. Because, you know, on stage, and I'd seen the musical on stage, she was played by this brilliant actor, Bertie Carvel, and he's, like, enormous and big. And I thought, how am I going to follow that? How am I going to do it? So we built we built it all and we we worked out how to make it look and i said you. You, oh god look there look it is you. yes wow there it is. <laughs> i know there's something sort of just terrifying oh. terrifying about her but also quite funny 
Mm. And that's, for me, that's ideal. The combination of like terrifying and funny. Yes, mm -hmm. because they're, I actually talked to R.L. Stein, who's yeah. an author who said they're just like a beat away from each other. When yeah. you're scared, you want to laugh. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> that is so true. You know, you know, when you're at the top of one of those Disney yeah. rides you're and like, you're just going, no, please, please, please. And then you're, like, and then you're, you're laughing, laughing because it's just terrible. Yes, yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, so when I was reading about your childhood, in some ways your dad was this believed that kids should be adults. And when mm -hmm. I studied Roald Dahl, he mm -hmm. and he thought kids were magical, but mm -hmm. he also didn't dumb down for them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Did the, is this a part your dad would have loved for I think you? it's influenced me all my life, mm -hmm. absolutely. I think that's why I wrote Nanny McPhee. He said children are just people mm -hmm. who haven't lived as long. They might not have as much experience, but they don't want to be hearing things like, the cat set on the map. They don't <laughs> want to be patronised. Totally. They want to hear, and they want to hear long words and, and find out what those words that's are. And that's really interesting to me that... I mean, you know, children's um, literature and, and, and film and theatre is really sacred work, you know, because what they ingest will affect them yes. so powerfully. When I think of the films I watched when I was little, yeah. well, not many, because I was, you know, it was the 18th century. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, it, it was so powerful. Is that the way uh, you raised your children, too, as well, with that, with that sentiment? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are wonderful writers. And my daughter loved Matilda, mm. loved Roald yeah. Dahl. Mm -hmm. I grew up on James and the Giant yeah, Peach. And you think of the characters in that, Aunt Sponge yes. and Aunt Spiker. They're awful. <laughs> I mean, they really are. They're like total abusers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he's dark, but he just keeps it this side so you can deal with it. And there's you know? hope. Yeah. And there's always hope. And the children are always so brave. Yes. And they just rise above it and they find a way way through and there's something inside all of us that wants to go on that journey with them you know that's why it's such an uplifting movie we talked about all your awards and everything but i still think the role when i looked at you i was so uplifted and excited to see you because um love actually happens to be my favorite movie but there's a scene and i know you've talked about it a million times but it's after you realize your character's been cheated on yes and it's how you are yeah Opening a package and then and then making the bed and and I I can picture you doing this with your eyes dabbing <laughs> okay, your eyes in that way. Yes. Um, what was it about those few seconds on screen that have lived inside of us yeah. for twenty plus years? I think it's to do with the fact that um, we're required in our lives to repress things that we're feeling. So we're, you can be hit right between the eyes with some terrible piece of news, or but you can't react immediately because you've got your children there yeah. or you've got... you. It's that thing of not showing. That's why it hurts. That's why it moves us. If she went, oh, my God, I thought you were going to give me a necklace and now you've given it to somebody else, we would not be moved, you know? We're moved because she just goes, I'm not going to do it. And then she Make, she yes, makes the bed, yes. the bed that sort of suddenly feels so yes. empty of, of meaning. And then she goes down and goes, hello, everyone, let's, let's go, go to, to the, the show. That's why yes. people identify. Well, there's like identify. that resilience that women sometimes have to do. Yeah, that Sometimes, always, always. <laughs> literally, always. Um, yeah, so I keep meeting people in the street and on the tube, even unto this day, you know, who, who just say, <laughs> and I go, you've, yeah, you've been through it, haven't you? I can yeah. tell. So yeah. has, how has your perspective on love changed over your life? Because I feel like we are all evolving, obviously, and changing. Mm. What does love mean to you now, this stage? What a wonderful question. Um, well, I think that it's a 
wonderfully important essential muscle mm. that needs to be used you know you can't you can't just take it for granted not love in relationships not love in your friendships um i think i've learned and i'm 63 now that you know you 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 have to put in you can't just say oh i love you yeah you know how we do especially with social media yeah love you anyway yeah. see you mm -hmm. if you do love somebody you actually have to do it yeah. you have to actually act. act on it and i also think that it's so powerful it's a powerful muscle it needs to be exercised but it also needs to be part of our institutions you know we need to introduce the idea of love and loving kindness into our institutions they would we would be a whole lot healthier if we were to do that but somehow we've separated it out and said that's just for the domestic sphere mm. but actually it ought to be in the government sphere in yeah. civil society love should be part of it because it's a very powerful and wonderful thing and it really helps us all to be healthy yes mm -hmm. oh my gosh <laughs> you know wait we just we're gonna we're, we're you're not going anywhere but we have to ask one more thing because you said something on a late night show mm -hmm. that i just loved mm -hmm. about not wasting our life worried about our bodies, oh, what no, we no. look yeah. like. When Was there a moment where you were just like, I'm done with this negative self-talk or whatever? Like, was there a catalyst for, because that, I've kind of watched that speech over and over <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it is getting elders helpful, but actually doing good luck to you, Leo Grand, and playing Nancy was very, very oh, helpful. Yes. Because I had to find a way of looking at my body without judgment. And because we're it's so encouraged, we're so surrounded, wall-to-wall -wall images of impossible, yes. you know, shapes. Of course, we're brainwashed from a very, very early age, and it upsets me dreadfully to think that little eight-year-olds in Kentucky going, you know, I don't like my thighs. Yeah. I go, we've got to change that. We have to revolutionise that. And the only way we can do that is by being in it ourselves mm -hmm. and going, you know what? This is my vessel. There's nowhere else I can be at home. I can't live in any other space but this. So if I don't love it, who's going to love it? Uh, OK, now we're just weeping. All right. <laughs> We're going to have more with Emma. And you know, I someone... think you're overtired. <laughs> I think you probably all I need thought I was nap. dehydrated when I didn't cry the first time, but I'm not dehydrated. <laughs> I'm not dehydrated. But y'all, look who is here to join the fun. Uh. Matilda, co star. She's incredible. Yes. Her name is Alicia Weir. We're going to talk with her, Yay, too, Alicia. right after this. <laughs> We're back with the incomparable Emma Thompson and her super-duper talented co-star, 13-year-old Alicia and Weir. They are starring in the incredible oh. new movie, Roll Dolls, Matilda, the musical. It's based on the novel. Emma plays the terrible, mm. and she is terrible, Miss mm. Trunchbull, headmistress <laughs> of the boarding school Matilda attends. There you go. Whoa, Alicia. Alicia. <laughs> Can we just say we're so thrilled that you're here. You are Absolutely magnificent. Incredible. And this. Okay, and you've always loved to act and sing. Does this feel like a dream come true? Definitely. I have um, two older sisters, um, Katie and Emma Jane, and they both do it as well. They went to a stage school, so I think when I was born, I was just trying to follow in their footsteps, and like I was just waiting until I was old enough until I could go into the stage school and be like them and do their singing classes. So I'm just really trying to follow in their footsteps. Okay, like we're in love with you. <laughs> yes. That's what we're going to say. Your whole family is here, which is the cutest thing. Who came? 
And my mum, my dad, my sister, and my, I have another sister, but she couldn't come. Oh, well, we're happy. You know what? I was, all, I was just trying to imagine what it must have felt like to be you when you got the role. We actually have a little clip of you <laughs> learning that you were the one who was selected. Take a look. Let me see. To offer you the part of my children in the film. <laughs> feel like, Alicia? It was on my mum's birthday, oh, and so I think, I, like, it wasn't, like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, Jenny. I told you it was going to happen. <laughs> now, yeah, finally. Uh, I actually, um, I'm jet-lagged. It's jet-lagged. It's nothing to do with you, you horrible little squirt. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. It was on my mum's birthday, and um, I don't think you can really plan like what kind of reaction you're going to have because you don't know what way it could go and I was meant to do like a different sort of class and my mum was like the director Matthew wants to talk to you and my whole family was there and we didn't really know what to think because I knew that's like so many incredible kids must have auditioned for it so I didn't want to get too excited and my sister was like we'll take a video of it and I was like eh, I don't know and she was like <laughs> But if it's like a no, I'll delete it quickly. Like, oh. <laughs> we are so glad it was a yes. And Emma, one of the things that we learned while researching mm -hmm. you is that obviously you've won every award there is. You're this mm -hmm. accomplished, incredible actress. But you did have a variety show that was not an, a success. No. And I only ask because I feel like kids these days aren't allowed to fail. Yeah. You know, or they oh, feel yeah. like they're not allowed to fail. True. I think failure is so important. What did Absolutely. you learn from that? From that, she had a variety show that was not a success, mm. which is hard to believe because <laughs> everything she does Emma. is, a, is yeah. a success. But it was it was really really important. It was one of the most important things I've ever done. It's it, it, because it was a big thing. It was a really big thing, and it took a lot of work. And it's a bit like if you know you've done, le but later in life, you know, if you do something like Matilda, a huge thing that takes a year and a half to make, and then it doesn't work, and it's like you feel like. All the stuffing's being taken out of you, like a teddy bear that's just been sort of taken all the, you know. And, um, and then you, recovering, you sort of discover what you might have done differently. And then it always leads you in a different direction. Whereas success, note a bene, which is <laughs> Latin, but um, which is what we're having now and what you're having at a very young age, is something that it's a really nice feeling and then it goes away and then what do you do? So, actually, yeah. both things are important. You can't have failure after failure because then you just go, oh, do you know what, I'm going to do yeah. something else. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to be a chef. Um, <laughs> or, but, but have failure, then a success. Yes. That's nice. That's a Makes good combo. Up. Failing is good. So the next that? thing you do needs to be absolutely <laughs> dreadful. Okay, just make sure, all right, that it's just not good. <laughs> Best That's advice just, Yeah, my good advice is probably not going to happen. Oh. But anyway, because she's so brilliant. Because she's brilliant. Emma, she is brilliant. Emma, we adore you. We don't we, want y'all to we leave. We don't want you to leave. You're amazing, you guys. This everyone's going to go flock it's to this. So I'm sorry. It's so much fun. It's going it to be the going to be a wild success movie of the season, and yes. we're so thrilled that you all came to be with Thank us you. today. Thanks for so having us. Thank you. And Roll Dolls, Matilda the musical. If you're a fan of Roll Doll, if you're not, you're going to yeah. love it. It premieres in select theaters on Friday, and get ready because it's on Netflix on Christmas Day. Coming up next, guys, delicious holiday wine starting at seven dollars. <laughs> Seven bucks <laughs> after this.
Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the True Crime Original. Or $70. Wine expert Leslie Sbrocco handpicked several tasty options. So, for real, Leslie, from $7 to $70? $7 all the way to $70. So, we've got you covered. Okay, wines. let's start with okay. number seven. And so, these are our party wines right here. You got $7? Absolutely. This is a great wine here. Give a taste of this one. Thank you. This is CK Mondavi, and it's from Charles Krug, yep. the Peter Mondavi family, fifth generation in California. $7 Cabernet Sauvignon. Good, delicious. Yeah, yeah it tastes good. It does, it does. It tastes good. And you so, can pour yourself, you can cook with it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. Good. All right. Now, this is a Chardonnay. Um, How much is this one? This is about $15, 15. 13 to 15 okay. This is from Earl Stevens, who is otherwise known as E40. Okay. Um, rap veteran and wow. selling artist. Of course. Has a great line of How wines cool. and spirits. So give a taste to this okay. one. Okay. This is you. a nice sort of creamy Chardonnay. Very easy. Very party friendly. So just take a mm. round of brie, cover oh, it with some like pastries. That. I like that, good? that too. And uh -huh. this one's $15? About 15 Okay. Yeah. Oh, Both Caps, easy open. Oh, Go everyone there. likes so the rosé. Is rosé good this time of year? Every day. Rosé every, every day. day. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a beautiful wine, Les Sorens. Mm -hmm. And these are the wines for the table, between $20 and $30 okay. here. So you want to have really pretty wines gracing yeah. the table, right? And so this is a beautiful rosé. I, like I like your cheese and honey Isn't tray. I like too. the honey. I like Always that cheese. Honey. Always add honey. Really? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Here, I'm going to take a sip of this with you. That's Ooh. nice. Mm-hmm. It's from mm. the Bruno Payard mm. family. Mm. Beautiful, and the label reflects the Mediterranean It's beautiful. Sea. It is a gorgeous bottle. Yeah, I feel gorgeous. like that's a good gift. Yeah. You know what? And you can do that with turkey and cranberry, anything. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, okay. Now, one of my favorites on the table. Pinot Noir. Graces. The Pinot Noir. Here I you go. I love Pinot. <laughs> Me too. I love a love, Pinot too. And love. so grace your table with the Four Graces. Originally, the owners, that was, the, that was for their four mm. daughters. My daughter's name is Grace. Isn't that fabulous? That's a beautiful oh wine. God, is this roast more expensive? Beef, roast turkey, a little bit more expensive, yeah. Closer to 30. Yeah, but that's. Do you ever serve this chilled or do you always do room temperature? I always do a little 
little chill. Thank I you like for mentioning that. Chilled red wine is Do delish. not be afraid. You know, when you take your whites out of the refrigerator, put your reds in. And sorry, that's where is this trick. vineyard? Yeah. This oh, is Oregon. Mm-hmm. Oregon. This is Oregon. Willamette okay. Valley, Oregon. That was the south of France. Okay. So two beautiful wines for your table. Bubbly. And now we've got sparkling stars. Okay. You know me. Uh, everything's better with bubbles. Okay. So we're going to head to the central coast of California for okay. a little bubbles here. Thank you. And this is Leticia. And uh, a little lesser-known California sparkler, but just fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's uh, got French heritage yeah. to it. Um, so beautiful, but one of the lesser-known, but a gorgeous gift, isn't it? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's a, a beautiful, beautiful gift. It's a beautiful yeah. bottle, now, too. And how beautiful. much is this one? About $30. 30 Okay, okay. 30. so now yeah. we're going up. This is our grand finale. This is our grand finale. <laughs> this is our grand finale. You have to drink this. I'm going to join you in this okay. one, I'll tell you. This is the Charles Heitzig. This is it's true, a gorgeous bottle. Wait, what is it true called? Champagne. Charles Heitzig. Okay. So this is true champagne. We only call champagne from the Champagne region of France, otherwise it's sparkling wine. Mm. This is their 200-year celebration wow. of Charles Heitzig. Charles Heitzig was a real person, and he would have been a, a big media star. He was in the 1850s, wow. and he was known oh, as Champagne Charlie. Uh, and there's books written about him, and he really created America's love of champagne. What's oh my the gosh. difference so between a champagne and a sparkling? Well, the, this the is difference? from Champagne, France. In from France. Champagne, so France. Only from Champagne, France can you call it champagne. Everything else is sparkling wine. Sparkling so wine. So if you ever yeah. toast with champagne, Pain, you're probably not no, saying it. No, you're not. Okay. You're toasting with but the But now second. you know. Now you know. Now, so, Charles Heitzig. Oh, what a beautiful, Leslie. beautiful idea. Yes, Thank you, absolutely. Everybody. All right, coming up next, guys, we're going to head out to L.A. We're going to check in with Donna. Oh, she's got all the backstage oh. action and the red carpet fashion from the People's Choice Awards. She looked gorgeous, too. She we're going to sure talk with did. her right after this. <laughs> now, the big buzz of the morning. We're talking about People's Choice Awards. They were in Los Angeles, Miss Jenna, oh, overnight. I saw it. And Donna, who was looking fine, was on the red carpet. She was backstage. She was chatting with all the stars. Donna, Donna you look good, you girl. Look hot. Yes. Thank you so much. You guys know I love a carpet. I love an award show. And I had a blast. And after such a big year in entertainment, it was awesome to be at an award show where the people decide who wins. And all the Hollywood favorites came out to party. It's that time of year the people have spoken. You gotta sharpen it up for people's choice, man. Come on. I've seen lots of gorgeous glam. You included. Donna included. Hey, Hoda, how you doing? My publicist told me that Kris Jenner and Chloe are at my table, which I'm like dying. What are you going to say to them? Hi, I don't know. I'm so excited. My daughter was asking me today. She was asking about an Emmy versus a People's Choice. And I said, but the People's Choice came from the reason why I do it. And it just, I don't know, it's always been sentimental to me. Also, only the daughter of Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr. would know to ask the difference between an Emmy and a People's Choice Award. That's amazing. Shania Twain, I've just put on such a huge pedestal that I'm acting like she's not even there. Because if I do think she's there, I will be completely not okay. How does it feel to be the icon? I mean, it's an honor. It's humbling, and it really reminds me that, I mean, it's taken a lot of hard work, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, but I can tell you that being respected represented and appreciated for what you do, especially when you love what you do, that's, that's a gift. Thank you so much, people's choice. Noah Snap. Yeah.
Oh my god, this is crazy. I'm like still in a shock. The people have always chosen you. You started your career with the people choosing and voting for you. I mean, I'm super honored to that they vote still. Um, like you were saying, uh, they've been voting for me since day one, and I'm just honored. They're wonderful. My daughter is dying to leave for ice cream. <laughs> She's like, can we get ice cream now? If I won, she said we had to get ice cream. It is a deeply gratifying to be an actor that is connecting so deeply with the people watching the show because, you know, like that they're picking up what I'm putting down, right? <laughs> well, you're a part of our Hoda and Jenna family, so oh, thank you. Thank, thank you so you. much. A night full of laughter. I, uh, I guess I finally tested uh, positive for ICON. I've been avoiding it. And also emotional moments, like when Selma Blair, who revealed in 2018 she was living with MS, took home competition contestant of the year for Dancing with the Stars. I can't believe the people gave me something after giving me so much the last few years. How has your diagnosis really allowed you to emit that strength? You know, I think I spent so many years... Um, kind of really trying to hide who I was, trying to hide movement glitches or speech glitches. I didn't understand, but it was the kindness of strangers and fans that, you know, have loved me. Mm. Oh, Donna. And that right there, by the way, is why I love covering award shows so much, because to be able to look into these stars' eyes and see firsthand their joy and their gratitude more than anything, it just makes you so happy for them and makes you continue to root for them. And just also see, I love when hard work is recognized, you know? I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, yeah. it's so, and it's so nice that the people see that. Yes. We think that's great. We have one last question. Did we win? <laughs> you know what? So here's the thing. It, it, it depends on how... There You're was all a technicality. Winners. We didn't exactly uh, win. We didn't win. But, but, okay. but we were there in spirit. We won okay. in spirit. Yeah. We're we having heard, fun. We came in, we came in second, second or third. Yeah, or but fourth. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was a tight run. Kelly Clarkson. Wait, Kelly Clarkson, we're proud of yeah, you. Yeah, we love you. All right. Okay, thank you, Thanks, Donna. Donna. I said to her, too, by the way. I said, we're all friends. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> thank well, you, Donna. We'll be back after this. That crew, it's raining and they're outside. We'll give them a lot of air time. Yes, yes, and yes. Tomorrow, come hang out with Derek Jeter and Misty Copeland. Plus, Zoe Deutsch, she's going to tell us about her new rom com. And Jack swings by what? too. How good is that? Bye. We'll see y'all tomorrow. It's going to be Thursday. Bye. Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Smarted podcast. Our 15 minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com.